This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 78, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So I just started off the new year... Uh, by completely lying, I will not be talking about books related to the week's new releases because there weren't any new releases, so it wasn't really my fault that I lied. Uh, so I'm gonna just pick, you know, whatever to talk about because that's basically what I do anyway. But before I do that, I want to tell you about the Read Harder Journal. Created by Book Riot, this smartly designed reading log consists of entry pages to record stats, impressions, and reviews of each book you read. Evenly interspersed among these entry pages are 12 challenges inspired by Book Riot's annual Read Harder initiative, which began in 2015 to encourage readers to pick up passed-over books, try out new genres, and choose titles from a wider range of voices and perspectives. Indulge your inner book nerd and read a book about books. Get a new perspective on current events by reading a book written by an immigrant. Find a hidden gem by reading a book published by an independent press, and so much more. Each challenge includes an inspiring quotation, an explanation of why the challenge will prove to be rewarding, and five book recommendations that fulfill the challenge. So get your copy now at bookriot.com slash readharderjournal. You can also find them at bookstores. I actually picked one up right before Christmas at print. It was It's amazing. It's very colorful and lovely. I adore it. Uh, so looking forward to filling it out. So... I was thinking about Backlist that I read in 2018. I did not get as much Backlist reading done over vacation or even as much reading done over our holiday break there that I hope to, but I was thinking about some of the books that I read in 2018, and I thought I'd mention a couple of my favorite Backlist titles, starting with Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, going way back, 200 years back to be exact. It was the 200th anniversary last year. If you've ever thought, like, mm, I don't know about reading Frankenstein, uh... You should. It was amazing. I thought it would be, like, super boring and old, and I was like, I know the story, and I don't particularly enjoy, like, the Frankenstein monster story, uh, but I was transfixed. It's also really quick. It's not that long. So I would highly recommend that you pick it up if you've always been on the fence about reading Frankenstein, or maybe it's time for a reread, because it's so, so good. Um, I also read Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. That was actually the first book that I read in 2018. Uh, I'd been saying I was going to read it for like I, 15 years, and I finally read it. It was incredible. came out in 1937. It's based around a woman named Janie Crawford, and it sort of details three periods in her life which are marked by three different marriages. Um, she's had, she has a, like, a really tough time in, in some of her marriages, and some, uh, some parts, you know, she, she does okay. Um, her, the first part with her Nana, her Nana was a slave and she had a very difficult life. Um, it's, some of it is so heartbreaking. Uh, it's written with their, with the Southern dialect, like phonetically. So some people find it challenging to read, but I thought it was actually kind of interesting to sort of like sound it out as you're going along. I, I, I thought it was great. Um, I know that it went out of print for a really long time because people largely rejected the idea that 
this black woman could be independent and make her own decisions. You know, that was, that was something that they just, they would not stand for. So, um, but luckily it went back into print and everyone loves it and it was amazing. And I'm babbling about it, so I'm going to move on. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, So Big. I think I told you about So Big last week, uh, the Edna Ferber novel. Loved, loved, loved that, so I highly recommend that one. And speaking of So Big, I read East of Eden by John Steinbeck, finally, which is enormous. Um, I loved it. It's seriously problematic in some places, um, but the you know it was worth reading just because like his descriptions of the land were incredible, and there's some great humor. Um, it's basically about California farmers and this scheming young woman, um, and I just I did not realize exactly how banana pants this book was. Um, someone failed to tell me, and nobody told me. Um, it was it was pretty wacky in places. Uh, she was quite the quite the character. Um, so that was East of Eden by John Steinbeck, and then I did re- I reread this book over Christmas vacation because I don't know why. Like I I don't think I've mentioned it before. It's The Goblin Emperor by Catherine Addison, which everyone should read. I feel like. A lot of people have not read this book, but when you find someone who has, they're like, oh, that book is so amazing! And it really is! And yet, I don't know why more people don't talk about it, and I don't know why I haven't mentioned it until now. But I reread it. It's so much fun. It's about the half-goblin son of an emperor, and he has to go claim the throne after the king and the king's three sons are killed in an accident. And, you know, he's half-goblin, and that's going to pose problems. Um, he's always lived outside the castle because, you know, he was half-goblin. He's the shame of, of his father. Um, it's such a joy. If you like high fantasy, and I, I dare say if you're looking to read something similar to Game of Thrones, if you're looking for, for something like that, I would highly recommend picking this one up. Um, and good news, if you have read this book and you're listening right now going, Yay! I love this book! Um, they announced at Worldcon that there's going to be a second book. Not exactly a sequel, but it sort of takes place at the same time. So there's that to look forward to because it's amazing. So that is The Goblin Emperor by Catherine Addison. Also, I wanted to mention two of my favorites from 2018 are now already in paperback, which is crazy, which makes them backlist, so worth mentioning. One is Asymmetry by Lisa Halliday. It's a novel in three parts. The first part is about a young woman who forms a relationship with an older writer, a well-respected writer who is nearing the end of his life. Um, She wants to learn from him, but they also develop a relationship. The second part is about an Iraqi-American who is detained at Heathrow on his way to Kurdistan to visit his brother. And the third section I can't tell you about because that would kind of ruin it. I, I didn't know anything about it, and I really enjoyed... I think I think I enjoyed the third part the best. Um, I can't exactly tell you why I loved this book. It's almost pretentious, which sounds like a horrible thing to say about a book, but that really worked for me. The writing is fantastic, and I felt when I was reading it like, this is fiction. This is how people write. It's amazing. I just it was very crystal clear, and I just loved it so much. Um, so again, that is Asymmetry by Lisa Halliday. And another one of my favorites from last year in paperback now is The Widows of Malabar Hill by Sujata Massey. Um, It's a mystery of 1920s India. It's about a young woman named Praveen Mystery, who is Bombay's only female lawyer. 
Her father has a law firm. Uh, she works doing documents. Um, but while she's going over some documents, she notices that the will of a gentleman who has just died um, was leaving all his money to his three widows. And they, the three widows have signed paperwork agreeing to give all of their inheritance to uh, someone else. And so she thinks it's a little suspicious that they were just give all their money away like that and goes to visit the widows and then all kinds of things come up and she thinks maybe this man wasn't even, you know, he didn't even die by accident. So um, it's fantastic. Praveen is a very strong character. She's really great. Uh, there's going to be a second book coming out in 2019. I really enjoyed it. Um, so if you're looking for like a cozy, it's pretty non-violent, not a lot of swearing or anything. So that might be, well, eh, maybe there's a little bit of some intense stuff. Okay, I take it back. I take it back what I said about being a cozy. Forget it. Um, but it's a great mystery. And let's see. What else can I tell you? So, Oh, so that was The Widows of Malabar Hill by Sujata Massey. I'm getting off track here. I'm just getting excited to talk about books. Um, so uh, right before Christmas, I went to wrap books at print bookstore in Portland for them, uh, for people who are buying books if they wanted to get them gift wrapped. Um, and also because they knew that if they got me up there, I would buy tons of books because they're not dummies. Uh, so I did, including the ultimate visual history of Die Hard, which is incredible. But I also picked up uh, Slumberland by Paul Beatty. It's going to be their next book club pick. And I had read The Sellout, which is just amazing. Uh, this was his second book, I believe. I had not read it. It's about a DJ who searches for an obscure avant-garde musician. Um, he wants to find him and uh, ask him to collaborate with him, I believe, or like record something for him or something. Um, but it sounds amazing, so I'm looking forward to reading that. And also... Uh, for my dealer's choice, I thought I would talk a little bit about Little Women, because it's the 105th anniversary this year, 2019, in case you're having trouble making the transition, uh, and I've never read it, right? Like, I, I don't know how this happened. I, I picked up, like, a lot of, like, a Little House on the Prairie, I picked up Anne of Green Gables, I picked those up when I was a kid, but somehow never made my way to Little Women. Never watched the movies. Um, and now there is a book coming out in August called March Sisters on Life, Death, and Little Women. And it's four uh, amazing authors. Kate Bullock, uh, Carmen Maria uh, Mikado, Jenny Zhang, and Jane Smiley. And they're giving their thoughts on Little Women. So I thought this might be the year that I have to pick it up and read it, right? I mean, is it worth reading? I would like to know. Is it worth reading as an adult? Is it a children's book? I mean, obviously, you can read children's books as an adult and love them, but will it have the same impact on me reading it for the first time as an adult that it would have if I had read it when I was young, I guess is what I'm asking. Um, I don't... Is it? Is it even really... Is it a great book? Is it a good book? I don't know. Um, I, I already know, you know, the big spoiler secret. You know, I know what happens. I watched that episode of Friends. Um, but, you know, so if you think I should read it, or if you think I shouldn't read it, you know, let me know. Um, you can find me, you know, on Twitter and on the internet all over the place. Uh, I will mention those handles in just a second, because that's it for me. This was kind of fun. I just feel like I was, like, loose, just, like, hanging out, talking about books, and it's a good way to be. It's a good way to start off the year. 
So that is it for me this week, book lovers. Reminder again that you can go to bookriot.com slash readharderjournal or check out your local bookstores and find a copy of the Read Harder Journal. If you can find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy Under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Jen Northington to talk about new books and the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. 